York City, home of the world's best franchise, it's High on Sports, recorded live at the Hallett Studios of Mediocre Records and Broadcasting. Now, here's your hosts, Willie, Ross, and Swamp. Hello, everybody, and welcome to High on Sports. A uh, little different today. Uh, this is Willie here, and I'm going solo uh, for for episode 35. Yeah, can you believe it? 35 episodes. But I'm going solo today. My cohorts, Swamp and Russ, are both um, out of the state. Um, Russ is actually on a vacation in Hawaii and uh, Swamp is headed to Chicago uh, to see the Notre Dame game this weekend. So uh, I am going solo, um, so we wouldn't miss a week. And uh, so I'm just going to sit here and do the best I can. Probably not going to be as long of a show because I don't have anybody to talk to except for myself, and I don't know if y'all just want to hear me talk or what. But uh, I don't know. Let's see what's what went on my weekend last weekend. Uh, went to Oktoberfest in Helen, Georgia. Uh, it was the 18th year in a row that uh, me and my buddies have been down there. Uh, we go for the annual Tennessee-Georgia game, uh, which I will talk about the game a little bit later uh, in a few minutes. Um, but the Oktoberfest uh, is a lot of fun. It's a little town. If you've never been to Helen, Georgia, it's a little town in uh, northeast Georgia in the mountains. Um, if you've ever been to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, it's a lot like that, except on a smaller scale. And everything is has a all the buildings have a German theme. They've been doing it since the '60s, and uh, you know it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, there's you know there's a uh, beer gardens everywhere. There's a uh, place they call the Fest Hall where all the Oktoberfest festivities go on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, we go down there and drink a lots and lots and lots of beer. Um, again, this is our, this was our 18th year in a row to go down. Um, but now since they're moving the Tennessee Georgia game to November, um, don't know if we'll make it down annually every year. Um, but we'll still go every once in a while. It is too much fun of a trip not to go at all to quit going. So, uh, but that's what I did over the weekend and I drank way too much beer. Um, I act like I was in college still and I'm 50 years old now. So, um, hangovers last a little longer when you're 50 than when you're 20, uh, or 25. So, uh, anyway, still had a lot of fun though. Um, the Tennessee Georgia game, uh, we kind of knew what the outcome was going to be, but we did play better. Again, I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in depth in a few minutes. Um, as far as my cohorts go, their weekends, I'm not real sure. I know Russ uh, has been in Hawaii since last Monday. Um, so he's been there about a week, a little bit over a week now. Um, hadn't heard from him much, so I guess he's okay. I guess he's having fun. I guess it's, uh, sunny and, and everything down there. So I hope he's doing fine. I'm sure, uh, by the time we record episode 36, he will be back. So, you will be able to hear uh, all three of us next week. But like I said, I didn't want to skip a week, and uh, so I'm going to do this solo today. The uh, 
Let's see what's going on here. Um, my first segment, I guess, is going to be about college football, kind of like we do every week. Uh, we're going to review some of the games that happened, some of the bigger games uh, that happened this past weekend, this past Saturday. Uh, second segment, going to talk about the NFL and uh, what went on there uh, last this past Sunday and Monday and, uh, and review some of the games that are coming up. Um, third segment, I'll just talk about anything I want. I've got a new segment that I'm going to throw at you that I'm going to try to get the boys to uh, to, to grab onto when they get back. Um, it's going to be kind of a fun segment. I'm going to do it anyway solo. If they don't want to do it uh, when, we, when they get back, then that's fine. But uh, we used to have a couple of segments on here. If you've listened to any of the earlier episodes called Rapid Fire Questions where some of us ask questions and we just rapid fire the answers out. Um, this is going to be a segment like that. It's not going to be, um, it could be sports, might not be sports related. It's not going to be anything politicky or anything like that. I'm not going to do that to you. Um, but it's just going to be a different segment than just straight sports. So, uh, got me and my dog Ranger here right beside me. He's kind of, uh, just wondering what I'm doing, looking at me like I'm stupid. But uh, let's go with, uh, with our first segment here, and we'll get started with some college football. All right, here we go. Segment one, NCAA football. Um, it was week six, and uh, I guess go ahead and get it over with. My Tennessee Volunteers, um, my blood runs orange, if you haven't noticed already. Um, listening to the show, um, played a lot better. Um, the score ended up being 43 to 14, but the score was not indicative of how the game went. Tennessee actually had the lead in the second quarter for a while. Um, and you know, it looked like they kind of did some things that Georgia wasn't ready for. Um, we have a new freshman, true freshman quarterback, Brian Maurer. Uh, he's come in and, and, taking uh, Jarrett Garantano's place, or Garantano, however you want to say his name, who has really regressed um, this year, and it was time. It was time to make a change. Garantano looked like he uh, – he's lost it for some reason. I don't know why. Um, good kid. I don't have anything personal against him. He's just playing bad quarterback this season. So uh, that's why we're one and three going into this game. Again, nobody gave us a chance. The spread was 25, but uh, we kept the game close all the way up until the fourth quarter. Um, actually, into the fourth quarter. Uh, had a chance there to, you know, get it close kind of in the fourth quarter. Had a big turnover, and then some things happened, and Georgia scooped and scored, and the kind of got out of hand at the end of the game. They scored 14 really quick points and it was pretty much over then. But uh, I have to admit, Brian Mauer came in, started first, first drive went four, I think four and out. Um, Georgia got the ball and scored, which they took the seven, nothing lead. And then two plays later, when Tennessee had the ball back. Uh, Mauer threw those, a deep pass to uh, Marquez Callaway and you couldn't have he couldn't have ran the ball down there and placed it in his hands any better. It was a beautiful pass. It was like seventy seven yards or seventy five yards or something to that effect, and uh, just a beautiful, beautiful pass. And uh, scored, got the crowd back into it. 
Georgia did bring a lot of fans, but there were still 92,000 people there. I would say Georgia brought anywhere between 15 and 20,000 to Neyland Stadium. Um, but they had said they were going to try to bring 60,000 in checker, Neyland in black and red. Um, that didn't didn't work out. So, um, you know, Tennessee fans are staying faithful. And I think with Maurer coming in, I think everybody, you know, there's a little glimmer of hope there. So, but I mean, it was a good game for Tennessee. Their offensive line played well. Um, it, it was just a, the story of the game was that they have, Georgia is an elite team. Tennessee is an average team at best, probably a little bit below average. Um, really young, not, not, not hardly any depth on that team, not a lot of talent. They do have some talent, but, uh, the talent they have is mostly young. Now, there's a, there's a few upperclassmen that are good. Uh, Callaway being one of them, the wide receiver. Uh, Juwan Jennings, he is a stud. There's some plays he made in that game. Um, he caught a touchdown pass, which was an incredible pass, but it was just as an incredible of a catch. Threaded the needle. It was a bullet. He stuck his hands out and stuck to him like Velcro. Beautiful pass, beautiful catch. Uh, and that actually gave us the lead um, in the second quarter. But uh, great, great game for Tennessee in the first half. Then it kind of, I think, I think they their depth got, got them. I mean, Tennessee has no pass rush whatsoever. Jake Fromm, probably one of the top three or four quarterbacks in the country, had all day back there to pick us apart, which he did. Um, Georgia didn't run the ball as well as I thought they would. But uh, – they did uh, – hold on, Rangers going crazy on me. But uh, sorry about that. But, you know, I mean, everybody – it it ended out like everybody expected. So, um, you know, I was proud of the boys for playing like they did. Um, you know, we'll get them. we got a big game coming up this weekend against Mississippi State in Knoxville. Probably the most important game in Jeremy Pruitt's coaching career, his head coaching career anyway. Uh you know, if we can win this game coming up, you know, we play Alabama after that, which nobody gives us a chance to win, uh, me, me included. Um, but if we can do that and get some momentum, I mean, we got a little bit of momentum right now the way we played against Georgia. If we can build on that momentum, somehow find a way to beat Mississippi State and then, uh, you know, take our lumps against Alabama, I think we're going to have – I think the momentum from the Mississippi State win – will carry us the rest of the season. I'm not going to say we're going to win out the rest of the season, but I think we can I think it'll carry us enough momentum to where we can win, you know, we can end up with five, maybe even six wins if we're lucky and go to a bowl game. I mean, that's what everybody wanted. Everybody the expectations were a little too high. I said seven wins before the season started. Um we'll be lucky to get six if but we have to win Saturday. If we don't win this Saturday, then we might end up looking at a three, maybe two or three win season tops and then uh you know everybody will start the fire pruitt stuff again which i think is bullshit but anyway um other games of interest there was another big game in the sec uh saturday when the auburn tigers went down to the swamp to play the florida gators um everybody was picking auburn auburn was on a roll their defense was playing hard um they they came out you know, everybody just thought for sure Auburn was going to win. The true freshman quarterback, Bo Nix, was playing good. 
Um, even Tim Tebow and the SEC show, like their game day show on the SEC Network, even Tim Tebow picked Auburn to win. A close one, but he did pick them to win, which is which is uh, crazy, you know, being he's a Florida guy. But uh, he picked them too. But you know, a funny thing happened on the way to the bank. Florida came out playing, and uh, Bo Nix had a freshman quarterback game, the first one he's had so far. Um, Florida's defense kind of confused him, it looked like at times. I don't think Gus Malzahn called a very great, a very good game. Auburn just couldn't get anything together, and they had the chances. They had some very good chances. I mean, they had turnovers. They turned Florida over several times and uh, just couldn't get it done. And Florida ends up winning. And, uh, you know, so the, it makes the Florida-Georgia game very important now. I mean, Georgia's a uh, – I mean, that Florida team, their defense is really good. Offense, eh, mediocre at best. Kyle Trask, the backup who's now starting because of the injury to Felipe Franks, he's okay. He's not great. Uh, he's not like the quarterbacks they had when Spurrier was there. But uh, he's not Tim Tebow either. Um but he's doing okay. He's doing a pretty good job. Um, I just think, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Florida, they're a paper. I mean, they're number seven, and I just I don't see it. I don't see how. Uh, to me, they don't look like the number seven team. So, but it was a good game. Auburn and Florida rarely play each other anymore because of the uh, scheduling, the divisions in the sec so it was fun to see that game being played again florida had some throwback uniforms on pretty cool to see um alabama was off this week um so or actually no they they i don't know i can't i don't see uh, i can't remember anyway other games of interest michigan and iowa played a thriller uh michigan won in the big house 10 to 3 offensive explosion in the big house um, it's about all I'm going to say about that. I'm not a big Michigan fan or a Jim Harbaugh fan. I thought I would win the game. Michigan hadn't looked good at all this year. Um, but they came out and did just enough to win by a touchdown. Um, Oklahoma did their thing, 45 to 20 over Kansas. LSU, who I think is my pick to win the West in the SEC, uh, came out, played uh, Utah State. Kind of a cupcake game. Uh, Joe Burrow, the quarterback at LSU, had another great day, five touchdown passes. Uh, what can you say? LSU is a different team now that they're running that kind of a spread offense. They used to run the ball all the time and run over you. Now they're now they're putting it in the air all the time. Kind of kind of cool to see. Um, you know, of all the teams in the West. You know, Auburn's out of it, I think, now. That loss against Florida hurt them because they still got a gauntlet to go through. Auburn still has to play Georgia. They still have to play Alabama and LSU. So, and that's tough. If they can get through that and win them all, then they'll probably they'll, – they'll win the West for sure. But I just don't – I don't see it. So, with, so you take them out of the – out of the – out of the mix – I think LSU's got the best chance. That LSU-Alabama game, if both teams keep winning, LSU and Florida play this weekend, uh, that'll be a hell of a game. It's in Baton Rouge at night, so everybody's going to be all liquored up, lathered up for the game. Uh, it's going to be loud in uh, Death Valley. 
Um, but I really, I mean, before the season, I, I, I picked Al. I mean, I picked LSU to win the West. There's something about them, that new offense. I just, you know, I'm sick of Alabama winning it. I was just wanting to pick somebody different. So, you know, I'm just, I'm sick of Bama. I'm sorry. I'm a Tennessee guy. I'm sick of watching them win. Um, I'm sick of them and Clemson playing in the final game every year. I want somebody new in there. So, <clears throat> Notre Dame, big win against against Bowling Green, 52-0. to zero. Uh, Not much more you can say about that. That was a – should have been a win. Should have been a big win, and it was. Uh, let's see. Texas uh, held off West Virginia in a, kind of a high-scoring game, 42-31. to 31, So, 72 points in that – 73 points in that game scored. Um, let's see. Oklahoma State, the ranked team, they they lost to Texas Tech. Uh, Penn State took care of Purdue. Michigan State, Ohio State. Um, that game uh, was in Columbus. Um, really, the Buckeyes' first real contest this year, This their first real game. I mean, they've played – and they're good. Justin Fields, the transfer from Georgia, the quarterback, he is damn good. I mean, damned good. He can run. He's a really good passer. And he's a big. He's a bigger kid than he looks. Um, and he's pretty tough. But this was their first real test of the year. Uh, Michigan State has a really good defense. Their offense. I mean, it's Big Ten. Um, big Ten teams don't don't normally score a lot of points, except for Ohio State. Um, but they always have the best players. So they came in. There was a lot of hype about this game. Um, you know, it was close for a little while. Um, but uh, Ohio State pulled, you know, pulled away and, and won 34 to 10. I really think Ohio State is right now, if the playoffs started today, they'd be in, in, in my opinion. Um, good team. Very good team. Let's see. Stanford beat Washington. Another ranked team goes down. Uh, late night in the West. Um, Washington, Jacob Beeson, the quarterback, another transfer quarterback from Georgia, uh, which shows you how good Jake Fromm is. If you have – he beat out uh, Eason. After Eason got hurt, Fromm came in. Fromm kept the job. They bring in Justin Fields, the number one quarterback in the country when he was, when he was coming out of high school. He's gone. So what's that tell you about Fromm? Fromm's a pretty damn good quarterback too. Um, you know he's not a, he, he's not gonna wow you with a whole bunch of stats, but he's a smart kid. He's gonna throw the ball where he's supposed to. He knows the offense. He's not gonna he's not gonna lose you the game. That's for sure. Um, again, I'm not a Georgia fan. I'm not blowing sunshine up their asses just because you know because I like him. I think he's a good player. I mean Georgia's a good team. And Kirby Smart's recruited really good, and uh, and their offensive line is massive. So I mean, you know, it's going to take a it's going to take a pretty good team to unseat them. Um, you know, from the East, I, I'd say for the next couple of years, they've pretty much got a stranglehold on SEC East. Um, hopefully, one of these days, the Vols will be there. But right now, they uh, they're on top. Again, the Florida game, if they keep if they can keep winning, that Florida Georgia game is going to be a fun one to watch too. And uh and I don't care what they say, it's the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Screw this PC crap. It's the Red River Red River shootout, Texas and Oklahoma. Screw the PC police, okay? This Red River rivalry crap or Red River showdown. You know what? 
nobody's going to shoot somebody because it's called the shootout. You know, it's a, it's like the Tennessee Kentucky game was the beer barrel game. Oh, we had to take that away. No, but it's college kids. They can't be, it's a beer freaking barrel. Okay. Nobody's drinking beer because of Tennessee and Kentucky share a, a trophy. Every freaking Big Ten game has a trophy attached to it. And the one one of the few trophies that they have in the SEC, they took away because it, it happens to be a beer barrel. Uh, you know, stupid. I, I, PC just drives me nuts. Um, so, <clears throat> anyway, that's my little rant about that. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, I still call it the cocktail party because that's what it is. It's huge. I'd like, I, I'm, I've never been to that game, but it would be fun to go see, um, even being a Tennessee fan. But uh, that was the week that was. Now the week that's going to be. Um, let's see. Any big games going on? Uh, Florida or no, Miami and Virginia, eh, Colorado, Oregon. Eh. Oh, the Red River Shootout. Yes, that's next week. Oh, and the the I'm sorry, excuse my French. The pussies from Texas are have tattled to the Big Twelve and to the NCAA that if anybody from Oklahoma does the horns down sign, that it's going to be a penalty uh, because it's considered taunting. <laughs> That's so freaking puss. I'm sorry. You know, besides Alabama, Florida, and Georgia, Texas is my most hated team. I don't know why. I've got some family that live there that went to school there. Screw Texas. You know what? Those they are they do less with more. You know, they're supposed to be the biggest in everything. It's always bigger in Texas and all this crap, but they haven't won shit. Again, pardon my French, but they are terrible. Um I you know, they have a few years here and there where they come out and win something and they think they're great, but Oklahoma starts putting out these upside down longhorns, you know, that they do their little hand signal and everybody starts bitching and pissing and moaning. Uh, that's so disrespectful. Uh, uh. You know what? Grow the freak up. You know, this is stupid. It's a freaking hand signal. If you get so pissed off about that, you know what they say about Georgia and the SEC? They got Alabama's arrogance and Vanderbilt's trophy case, which that's a great line. Texas. He's got Oklahoma's arrogance and Kansas's trophy case. You know, I mean, the seventies are gone. Oh, Texas, you know, recruit some players. You know, get somebody out from other from another state, and you might win a few games. Um, I think that's stupid. But anyway, I think Oklahoma. It's a top ten matchup or a top eleven. It's eleven six. I think Oklahoma rails them, and I think it'll be. Uh, I think it'll shut Texas up for a while. I hope so anyway. Um, Alabama-Texas A&M. That'll be a uh, decent game. A&M's trying to rebound from just kind of a mediocre season so far under Jimbo. Um, I don't know if they can I – don't, well, I don't think they'll beat Alabama, but they're – you know, it's Alabama's first big test. Uh, Wisconsin-Michigan State. Wisconsin's pretty good. Um, Clemson-Florida State. Again, Clemson, it's Clem, the ACC is all Clemson. And then there's everybody else. I mean, Florida State, sorry. You're just a name. Notre Dame, USC. That's where our, that's where our boy Swamp is this, this weekend. Um, USC, kind of lackluster, but, uh, you know, it's still a big rival game. 
and uh, it'll be a good game. It's always fun to watch. It's a six thirty kickoff, probably on. I think it's on NBC. Penn State Iowa again. That's a uh, Big Ten. Um, I'm sure there's some kind of trophy associated with that game too. All the Big Ten games do. Florida LSU again. I've said a little bit something about that already. Um, they are in the Death Valley at night. LSU fans will be wild and crazy. That that'll be a fun game to watch. So, um, <clears throat> that's about it for college football. Um, I don't really have anything else to say. Uh, SMU had a big comeback win over the weekend. That was kind of cool to see. First time they've been ranked since uh, since the death penalty in '87 or '88. But uh, they uh, <clears throat> they came back and won in overtime, which is kind of cool to see. But uh, I think now they're the best non power conference team i believe they taken that mantle from ucf thank god i'm sick of ucf but anyway that's really all i got about college football um i'll come back in segment two and talk a little pro football with you and uh we'll go from there you're listening to high on sports Right, we're back with segment two. We're going to talk a little pro football, a little NFL. Um, let's see. You know what? Swamp's not here. He's a big Steelers fan. Russ is not here. He's a big Titans fan. I'm here, and I'm a big Raiders fan. So we're going to talk about the Raiders game. The Raiders and the Bears played their game in London, England, at the Tottenham Hotspur Soccer Stadium, the new one. The Bears were... Picked to win that game, going away. And guess what happened? The Raiders. The Raiders come back and win. Beat the Bears 24 to 21. The Raiders came went out to a 17 to nothing lead at halftime. The Bears, give them credit. They made some adjustments, took the lead 21 to 17 late in the game. But then the Raiders. Came back. Josh Jacobs, the rookie rookie running back from Alabama, got a he got a shot at winning uh, AFC Rookie of the Year, at least offensively. Um, kid's good. Scored a touchdown late, late, late in the game, and take the twenty four twenty one lead, and that was the final. John Gruden, after the game, man, did the terrible white boy dance, but. Uh, that team was pumped up, and they're legit. The Raiders are legit. They're three and two on the season. They're one game behind the Chiefs um, for the AFC West. The Chargers getting beat by the Broncos really helped us a lot because uh, we've already got we've already got one division loss with the Chiefs, but we do have a division win with with the Broncos, so that helps. Um, but good game. Uh, the Raiders seem to be playing. Pretty good. I'm not. I'm not predicting them to go to the Super Bowl or anything like that. But I think they got a. They got an outside shot at the wild card. Again, outside shot. I'm not saying it's a. I'm not guaranteeing that. But uh, we still got a lot of football to play. It was only week five. They're on a bye week this week, so we won't see the Raiders play. Uh, speaking of the uh, of of Russ, 
his uh, Tennessee Titans were at home against the Buffalo Bills and almost a must-win game for the Titans. Uh, Titans were sitting at two and two, but their whole division was, but they already had two division losses and, uh, they laid an egg against the bills. Another low scoring game. The bills win 14 to seven Marcus Mariota average at best on this past Sunday. Uh, and the Titans are just a boring team. I'm sorry. They have a really good defense and they have some players on offense. They're a quarterback away from being pretty freaking good. Got a good running back. Derrick Henry's really good. Um, Got a, you know, pretty good receiving core. Um, Got a pretty good tight end, even though he's older than Methuselah, but he's a pretty good tight end. Delaney Walker, Mariota's holding them back. And their offensive line. Even Taylor Luan came back. This is his first game back from his four-game suspension for PEDs. And... Uh, first play of the game, first offensive play of the game for the Titans, he held. <laughs> welcome welcome back, Taylor. Um, just sit down and shut up and get on the bus with the boys. Um, they'll get better. I, I think there'll be, I mean, you know, Jacksonville's kind of the same same way, 8-8 uh, eight and eight team, 9-7 team. That's where I see the Titans. Uh, again, things fall right. They win nine. They go nine and seven, maybe ten and six. They might have an outside shot, like the Raiders at, at the playoffs. But the Raiders and the Titans play later this season. <laughs> Russ and I want to have a good bet on a lunch bet on that game. Um, that could be for a playoff spot because it's kind of late in the season. <clears throat> That'd be fun. Um, let's see. Speaking of swamp. Let's see, they, the Steelers, played the Baltimore Ravens and lost in overtime. Uh, the Ravens just one of those teams that kind of does everything that they should just to win. Lamar Jackson came out hot on fire at the first of the season. Now he's kind of cooled off. But uh, it was cool in overtime, which you hardly ever see. Mike Tomlin, they win the, they win the uh, coin toss for overtime. And they decide to go on defense. This isn't college overtime rules. If the Ravens go down and score a touchdown, the game's over. If they score a field goal, then the Steelers get the ball back. Well, the Tomlin decides, you know what? I trust my defense. I'm going to give them the ball first, which is never, hardly ever done. I don't think I've ever seen it done. I'm sure it's happened before. But uh, he trusted his defense, and it worked. But he still couldn't. They couldn't muster anything. Their quarterback got hurt, so the Steelers are down to their third-string quarterback, and uh, and they just couldn't get it done. They lose in overtime to the Ravens. Um, other games, Patriots and Redskins. The Patriots kill the Redskins after the game. Uh, Monday, the Redskins fired Jay Gruden, um, which can't really – I mean, that's kind of unfair – I mean, he has no nothing to play with. His best offensive lineman's holding out, Trent Williams. Um, he's got a shitty quarterback in Case Keenum. Colt McCoy's the backup, and then they also got the rookie, which they put in last week, and he proceeded to throw like two or three interceptions. Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State. He's just not ready. He's not ready for prime time yet. So, you know, what do you do? Their defense is uh, okay, but uh, 
you know, if you don't have an offense, you don't have a team in the NFL. And he just didn't have the offense. They don't have a great running back. They're kind of got no name receivers. Um, so, you know, I kind of feel sorry for Jay Gruden, but, uh, you know, that's the way the NFL goes. So they brought in, uh, well, they, they tapped their offensive coordinator, Bill Callahan to be the interim coach. And I'm sure he'll finish out the season and then they'll find somebody else. But, uh, who knows? Um, you know, Gruden will land somewhere. It's probably an offensive coordinator or something. I doubt he'll get a head coaching job anywhere. Uh, the Seahawks beat the Rams on Thursday night, 30-29, to 29, and wearing the ugliest uniforms in the history of the NFL with those neon green highlighter things. I hate those. Um, the Cardinals beat the Bengals and kept the Bengals un- winless on the season. The Texans, wow. Who lit a fire under the Texans' ass? Um, they beat the Falcons. Of course, the Falcons aren't that great, but they beat them 53-32. to 32. Uh, Deshaun Watson, damn good quarterback. He's gonna give uh he's gonna he's gonna give the Titans hell. Saints uh beat the Buccaneers. Um they uh you know, nobody thought that they could do anything without Drew Brees, thought they if they could just tread water, um, you know, while Brees was on the IR or on the on the bench hurt with that thumb injury that they'd be okay. But Teddy Bridgewater's come in and gone three and oh in his all three of his starts, or three and one, I'm sorry. He did lose to the Rams. But now that's the game he didn't start. So as a starter, he's three and oh. That's the game that Breeze got hurt. So he's really you can't count that one because he wasn't a starter. But he's come in and he's playing good. I mean, he's gonna be a free agent at the end of the year. Somebody's gonna get themselves a good quarterback if they decide if he decides to leave New Orleans. And if I was New Orleans, Breeze is getting up there in age, I'd think about keeping him. Might overpay for him a little bit, but uh you know, Breeze is a damn good quarterback, don't get me wrong. But having a backup like Bridgewater that can come in and do what he's doing and knows that offense so well, um, you know, I would that that make me stop and think. Um, anything else that happened? The Broncos, like I said, upset the Chargers. Didn't see that one coming. The Packers beat the Cowboys. Again, the Cowboys, they will feast upon the shitty teams, but when it comes to playing a good team, they just fold like a cheap suit. Uh, the Packers won by 10, but it was 34 to three or 31 to three at one point. Um, so, you know, the Packers kind of let their foot off the gas and, and the, the Cowboys scored and made it, uh, made it look like a game anyway, when it really wasn't. And the Cowboys, I mean, they're just, they're that team. They're a team that if they get the lead, they're pretty good, but if they get behind, they don't have the offense to do that. And uh, I guess the biggest upset of the day was uh, the Chiefs getting beat by the Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Colts are a sneaky, very good team. Um, they have, I mean, Frank Reich, pretty good coach um, with a lot of no names on that team. There's not really any big stars on that team. Jacoby Brissett, he's their quarterback. Who is he? Where did he come from? I know we went. To, I know from New England, but I mean, he wasn't a big name in college or anything like that. You know, who's their running back? You know, who's their big defensive player? And they're just a bunch of no names, but they play well together. I think they're going to win the a- the AFC South. Um, it's going to be fun to watch them and the Texans play. I don't think the Titans or the Jags have it this year. On Monday night, the Forty ers crushed the Browns. Uh, the Browns. I'm sorry, they just listened to their own hype. That was it. They uh, 
I think if everybody would have quit picking them and they would have quit being in the newspapers and everything else, that they probably would have come out and played a lot better. But they listened to their own hype. Freddie Kitchens, uh, jury's still out on him as a head coach. I think he's more coordinator material than he is head coach material. Um, but Baker Mayfield hasn't played as good as he did last year. And, uh, and you know, he just – that's it. I mean, he just – he's he's got a – I mean, it could be the sophomore slump. A lot of players go through that. But if you're a quarterback in the National Football League, you can't afford to do that. Especially, you know, that's the one position that's got to be – you got to be good all the time. If you don't have a quarterback in this league, you don't have a team. So, that's about it for last week. Let's see if <clears throat> the uh, – Matchups for this week: um, Giants, Patriots Thursday night, Panthers, Bucks, Bengals, Ravens, Seahawks, Browns, Saints, Jags, Texans, Chiefs, uh, Redskins, Dolphins. Wow, there's Tank for Tua. Talking about that game. Wow, Let's see who's going to get that. Uh, Eagles, Vikings. That won't be a bad game. Uh, Falcons, Cardinals. Eh. 49ers Rams that turned into a really good game. That NFC West is starting to turn into a pretty good uh pretty good division. Undefeated San Francisco, the Rams with only one loss and uh they can you know, they can score. I don't know where that game is. Let's see. That game is at LA. So, no, the Rams are 3 and 2, I'm sorry. So, uh Still be a good game though. They're a big team. Yeah, the Rams are a big name, and the Forty ers You know, Garoppolo is playing pretty good. Let's see. After that, we got the Titans, Broncos, and Mile High Jets, Cowboys. Which Cowboys will win that game easy because the Jets suck. Uh, they do. They did get the. Excuse me. They did get uh, the Jets. They got Darnold back from his uh, mono battle, uh, so he's all right. The Steelers and the Chargers. And then Monday night, we got the Lions-Packers. And the Lions are a sneaky good team this year. So, you got four teams on the bye. Buffalo, Chicago, Indianapolis, and Oakland. Um, that's about it for the uh, for the NFL. There's no real big, huge news in the NFL, except for Jay Gruden being fired. Um, really no big, stunning news. But, uh, you know, it's the NFL. And then, uh, well... Here just about an hour ago, I'm reading where the NFL upholds Vontez Burfick's season-long suspension, which I think he deserved. Um, great player, good player, really, really good quarterback. I mean, linebacker and a player that the Raiders needed to be on their tent to, to be good, and he can't get out of his own way. He's an idiot. Make a hit like that, even though the hit I've seen worse hits, but. Uh, it's just his history. I mean, he's there's something wrong with the guy. So, anyway, I, I agree with that. And if I were the Raiders, I'd probably cut him after this year. Um, let's see. You know what the really big news in the NFL? Uh, the Raiders moving up the power rankings. Uh, that's about it. i tell you what. You know a player I like to watch that I, I don't really watch their games, but I like to watch his highlights is uh, Christian McCaffrey from the Panthers. Panthers, to me, it's just one of those teams I don't really like them. I don't really hate them. It's just, 
you know, just they're just there. I'm not a big Cam Newton fan, but uh, Christian McCaffrey is fun to watch. He can do it all. Um, I think that's really about it for NFL football. Um, so I'm going to end this segment with that and uh, move on to our third segment. Again, this this uh, this show is going to be a little shorter because I'm doing this solo with no, with, with no help uh, from my boys this week, So, uh, which they gave me the green light to do. Uh, we didn't want to skip a week. Uh, we got hockey starting up, and uh, you know I, I might talk a little bit about that before it's all over with. Um, but our next segment, I'm going to try something a little, a little new. I'm going to try to get this to be kind of a, a semi permanent, not semi permanent, just a a segment that we do with all three of us when we're doing it when we're doing the show together. Um, and I think you'll, I don't know. If you like it or not, I don't know if you will. I'm going to have fun doing it myself. But uh, and <clears throat> so we'll, you'll get to see it next uh, next segment. You're listening to High on Sports. Welcome back to High on Sports. Willie going solo here. I've said that several times, but uh, it's kind of weird. Sitting in the chair all by myself, not having anybody else to talk to, just kind of doing this off the top of my head, checking out my notes, and and, uh, just talking some sports. But this is the third segment, and I was telling you we're going to have a – I was going to do a little bit of something different, uh, a little different segment that we haven't done before that I'm going to do here, and hopefully have the boys, when they get back, will kind of latch onto it. But uh, this segment is called What Pisses Me Off? (laughs) And it's going to have a sports slant to it. But uh, what pisses me off is the Atlanta Braves. Now, not the team, but they're playing the St. Louis Cardinals. And they're playing in game five. It started earlier this afternoon, actually. Um, game's not going too well for the Braves. But before that, you know, the Braves have the Tomahawk chop, and they're the Braves, and they have the Tomahawk logo on their jerseys and uh, and everything else. Well, it was either game one or game two in the playoff series versus the Cardinals. One of the Cardinals players who's a member of the Cherokee Nation said that he thought that the chop that the Braves do, the tomahawk chop, uh, he said that was disrespectful. And uh, he didn't like it. And then, of course, that brings all the people out of the woodwork who think that anything has to do with Indians is disrespectful to the Indians. I've you've heard my other podcast, the uh, Contact Buzz. Uh, I've talked about you know in, in previous episodes. I always used to say, "Save Chief Wahoo and free Chief Wahoo." I'm a big Indians fan, and I think that's stupid that uh, the Indians got rid of Chief Wahoo. Also, they could have the host the All Star Game this past year, but uh, that's for that's not what pisses me off. What pisses me off is the game five today. 
the Braves are going to hand out free, you know how they hand out free stuff before the games, like all different kinds of things, bobbleheads and things like that. And uh, they, so t- today's giveaway was free foam tomahawks. And, every, you know, that was going to get the crowd into it. They're going to do the, you know, everybody's going to do the tomahawk chop and they're going to play the, the uh, that kind of stuff. And everybody's going to get all fired up. Well, since this jackass from the Cardinals griped and moaned and bitched and everything else about that being disrespectful, the Braves decided to not give away the Tomahawks. <laughs> now they still sell them. They still sell them in the, in the stand, you know, in the uh, concessions things in the, in the shops, in the stadium, but they're just not going to give them away. What's the freaking difference? Okay. That's stupid. That pisses me off. So this guy gets his way just because he says he doesn't like it. And then the Braves, Again, it's this PC bullshit that we're living in this world now. You know, it's the Braves. That's what they've done. Yes, they stole that chant from Florida State. The only other time you've heard, they've done it since the early 90s, since they got good. Again, they stole it from the from Florida, from Florida State. They've done it ever since they've gotten good. In the 90s, you never heard anything about it. Then all of a sudden, you know, in the mid-90s, you get... They were when they were winning all those division championships, didn't win but one World Series in all that time, but they won they were winning a lot. Had one of the probably the best pitching staff in the history of baseball at one point for several years. But you hear you never hear anything about the Braves or their logo or anything like that until they start winning. Thirty years before, they used to have a guy. Their their mascot was Chief Nakahoma. He was dressed up like an Indian. Everybody kind of laughed at it. Um, it's because the Braves sucked. Oh, look! It's the cute Indian guy that sits out in the outfield at turn at uh, Fulton County Stadium. Nobody cared. They start winning a few games, start getting on TV more, and people are like, "Oh, that's not good." So they took Chief Nakahoma away. They steal FSU's chant. Uh, that kind of stuff. They steal that. Nobody says anything about that. They think it's cool because it's the Braves. They're new. They haven't really won much. All of a sudden, they win a few years, and then somebody brings it up, and it's like, oh, we got to get rid of that. Uh, that chant is so disrespectful. Well, they didn't get rid of the chant, thank goodness. And then you, then the Braves go through us another slump for several years. Don't win much. Never heard anything about it, but guess what? The fans still did their chant. And I'm not a Braves fan. By any stretch, I'm not a Braves fan. I don't like the Braves at all, matter of fact. But you have to give it to their fans. They were still doing the chant. You know, there there were years there where there weren't many fans in the stands, but the ones that were there still did the chant, tried to rally their team. Nobody ever said a word. They started getting a little bit better the past couple of years, to get a little bit better. Still, you don't hear anything. Then all of a sudden, they're in the playoffs and they're picked to maybe even go to the World Series and have an outside shot of winning the World Series. And a Cardinals player says something, and then here comes the PC police. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We got to get – oh, my God. I can't believe that. So they get – they're giving away some foam tomahawks and they decide to stop. Come on, Atlanta. You're better than that. Okay? That pisses me off. And I just, you know, it's it's something they're giving away that you can go into their shop and buy. 
I mean, they're not giving away – I'm sorry, that's not disrespectful to me. All these Indian names are not being – they're not making fun of Indians or anything like that just because it's it's a logo. It's a freaking logo. It's a team name. A lot of times these teams do it in honor of the Indians. They're not doing it to be ugly. They're not doing it to be racist, and I don't think that's racist at all, but they're not doing it to be racist. They're just – that's what they were called. Okay, and all these PC people, I'm telling you, we let this go on, and it's just going to be the New York instead of the New York Yankees. Somebody's going to say that that's offensive. It's going to be the New York Navy Blues against the Boston Reds, uh, the the Oakland Greens versus the Cleveland Red and Blues, because nobody can name anything. It's offensive to the Tigers. I don't like the Tigers. What about the Tigers? You're making fun of the Tigers. (laughs) I mean, what's a Philly? That's got to be offensive somewhere. Let's take away the Phillies. That, to me, this PC crap is, that's the whole thing. This PC crap, that pisses me off. All right, that was the segment there. That was my that pisses me off segment. Hopefully that'll catch on with with Swamp and Russ. If not, then we I might do it just on my own. I might go on a little random on some episodes later. It's kind of fun to do. I mean, it doesn't have to be anything like that, but uh, it can be whatever in sports that pisses you off. That happened to piss me off, and I had to talk about it. Um, since last week, the hockey has started a regular season. The Nashville Predators are two and one on their young season. Um, playing pretty good. Pecorine, two and oh, uh, UC Soros played the game in between. Didn't have a very good game. Got beat by the Detroit Red Wings, but, uh, they did, uh, you know, the Predators are doing what they're supposed to do. They're in the toughest division by far in hockey. Um, that, that central division and is in the Western conference is tough. Um, but they're sticking right there. They're a point behind, uh, the blues for first and the blues and the avalanche. Well, actually they're tied with the avalanche. So they're tied for second in points, but they're really third. Um, my maple Leafs third in the, uh, Atlantic division behind the Bruins, and the Sabres, wow. Uh, Maple Leafs have a 2-1-1 one, one record. They, uh, you know, the season's young. I'm really not into hockey mode just yet because um, of football. When college football comes down to the end and I start getting more into hockey because I love I love uh, college football, but I'm not a big, you know, pro football's fun. Again, I'm a Raiders fan, but uh, I really don't start getting into hockey till around Christmas. I mean, I like watching. I'll keep up with it, and I'll watch, listen to, you know, watch some of the games, and I'll listen to the stats and everything else, but I just don't get into it big time until, you know, the holidays start. Because that's when, you know, they're about 25 games in. you got about a quarter of the season out of the, out of the way. And so it's, uh, you know, makes hockey more fun then. Plus, there's nothing else. Basketball, I can't watch NBA basketball. Not anymore. It's not a fun game to watch. Um, anything else in sports trying to figure out here that I can talk about real quick? Uh, again, this is good. This is, like I said, it's a shorter, shorter, uh, 
episode with uh, me being by myself, but uh, I think that's it. I'm not going to talk about the NBA and the China thing. That goes too close to the politics, um, and I've already done the uh, the Atlanta Braves thing that, that kind of hit close to politics too. Um, that's something that maybe Swamp and Russ want to talk about, and I'll, I'll throw my two cents in. Um, but that's about it. There's really nothing – Nothing else uh, in sports that's going on. Um, that's big, huge news. Uh, I guess basketball is about – NBA basketball is about to start up. The colleges started practicing. They probably start up here in the next few weeks too. Um, what's funny is the A's, um, the commissioner of baseball, has uh, has said uh, that the A's could move and one of the destinations could be Vegas. That'd be kind of funny. Oakland lose both, loses both of their teams to Vegas. They wouldn't give the Raiders a new stadium because they said they couldn't afford it and they were going to give the A's a new stadium. Now they can't give the A's a new stadium, so both teams end up in Vegas. It'd be kind of funny. Um, I've kind of heard some other things saying that, that relocation is possible, but probably not to Vegas for the A's. But it would be kind of funny, kind of ironic, that both the Oakland teams go to the same city. But that's about it, guys. Um just want to uh, shout out to my boy Jared, my girl Keaton up in Knoxville. Get your crew to listen uh, and uh, everybody listen. We've got an Instagram page. I don't know what that address is. Um, Russ is kind of the head of uh, Russ and his daughter um, is head of our Instagram account. Um, we do have a Twitter at high on sports two. Um, follow us. Um, I tweet on there. I run that. I run the Twitter on, on high on sport for high on sports. I tweet every now and again. I, I retweet and like a lot of stuff. I don't tweet out a lot of things myself. I might reply to some people, but, uh, but yeah, if you have a chance, if you're listening and, uh, you like the show or whatever, uh, follow us on Twitter. We only have about a hundred followers, you know, which is fine. We're not trying to we're not trying to get the blue check or anything, even though that would be cool. Um, we do have a website, www.highonsports.org. Uh, go check that out. That's something that I run as well. And, uh, you know, I, I try to update it a couple, a few times a week. You know, if something breaks or something big happens, I try to kind of preview the Tennessee Vols and the Titans and the Predators since we do live here and the show is – out of Nashville, uh, we try to do all all sports, but uh, you know we got to hit the hometown teams, and uh, especially since Russ and Swamp are big Preds fans, I put some Preds news on there. Uh, Russ being a Titans fan, I put that on there. Plus, you know, a lot of people like reading about the Titans that live here. Um, I might put some other stuff on there too, um, but it's got some of our bios on there. You can read about us. You can. Post videos if we ever do post some videos. I have a blog that I put on there. Uh, if you ever you you can contact us if you want to um, check the contact us box and uh, give us something you want to hear. If you want to hear us talk about a subject, if you got some ideas on what pisses you off, uh, we'll definitely put it on the show. Um, if there's a segment you might think's funny or you'd like us to talk about sometime, let us know. It's something that. Uh, We'll definitely take ideas. I mean, this shows we do us for we do it because we have fun and we like talking sports and we like being goofy. And it's kind of hard to be goofy when you're by yourself. 
but when all three of us are together, we try to be goofy about it. Um, sorry, that was Ranger running off. Um, but, uh, no, we have fun doing it, but if, you know, we want listeners, we want people to listen. We want people to go to our website and, and interact with us and everything else. Uh, we do have a Facebook page at high on sports, I think, or something like that. Um, I don't run that part. I don't do Facebook. So I think swamp does it swamp and Russ kind of share, kind of share the, uh, share the wealth on Facebook. But, uh, yeah, check us out. We're all over the social media thing. And, uh, listen, if you know, we're on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud. And, uh, you know, if you, if you like the show, subscribe to us on, on iTunes podcast. All you have to do is go to search and just search high on sports podcast. And we should be, you know, right there. So, uh, yeah, listen to us and, uh, and you know, Drop us a line on our website. Just tell us what you hate, like, don't like. You know, tell us we suck. I don't care. Just do something. So I like. I'd like to see us get some some more listeners. Anyway, I had fun, y'all. Um, I'll, I'll next time you hear a, an episode, it'll be all three of us again. And uh, so, I appreciate you listening to this episode. And uh, I'll talk to you later on. We'll see you next week. See ya. Check them out on Instagram, Facebook.